Hi everyone, I'm Dean Turple and this is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is Thursday, July 8th. We're knee deep into the summer session three of 2021 and moving right along. I want to make sure that everybody saw that um, I posted about scholarships at Broward College. Scholarships at Broward College are awarded on a first-come, first-served basis, and the scholarships department is always kind enough to let me know because nursing scholarships are prevalent at Broward College. We've had some donors this year who are even doing some scholarships called Adopt-A-Nurse Scholarships. And these will be awarded to nursing students and will essentially pay for the entire program, at least tuition and fees. There will be a stipulation. I believe that the donors would like to have at least a one-time opportunity to meet with the recipients. Um, We'll have a little reception or something over in the the simulation center at some point um, during the school year next year. But it's a really good opportunity So the way scholarships are done here at Broward College is that it's preferable to have a FAFSA on file. Even if you're not using financial aid, I know those are a huge hassle to fill out. I went to um, a diploma program, a, a baccalaureate program, a master's program, and a PhD program, and filled one out every year for however many millions of years that was. I know it's a hassle. Broward College does offer some assistance with that. They have whole workshops where they'll sit with you and go through the FAFSA with you so you can get it done. And you can look on the financial aid website and they will tell you on Broward.edu, the financial aid tile, and they will tell you when those workshops are. Okay, so some scholarships are awarded, many scholarships are awarded on need, and that's why you need to have the FAFSA on file. So for scholarships, you need to do that every year and you need to do the scholarships application. So maybe things are great for you right now regarding finances and you don't feel the need for a scholarship. Things could change at any moment and the scholarships, it's not like there's notice. It's not, it's not like, oh, in six months we're going to give out scholarships. So be sure you get your applications in. Literally throughout the year, um, Ms. Jones from or from the financial aid department, from the scholarships department, she will email me and say, hey, there's nursing scholarships available. Please let your students know. I don't have anything to do with awarding those. I specifically take myself out of that, even though um, I am asked sometimes if I have any ideas, but that I do not believe that that should fall to me. It should be an objective process by somebody else. But I do share that those scholarships are available and you should get your applications in. You may not hear anything right away after you fill out an application. It may sit there for a few months and when then when new money becomes available, and it does all throughout the year, donors are giving money, it will, you will be selected and it will be applied to you, to your account. So again, most of those scholarships are based on a first come first serve basis, so please get your scholarships applications in and your FAFSA done. If you need help, just make an appointment or go to one of those webinars, one of those Zoom sessions with the financial aid department and sit with them and have them help you fill out your FAFSA. I was so fortunate, we were so fortunate, to get some money at the beginning of this year, of the calendar year, we had some money from a donor to provide some student tutors in the Academic Success Center specific to nursing. 
The reason I got money from a donor for that is because even though the academic success centers have student, a budget for student tutors, they really need to look at what they will get the biggest bang for their buck so they don't do program specific tutors. And I really wanted some that were nursing specific. So we were able to get some funds from a donor and we have tutors on the virtual ASC. It's actually um, really through Central Campus, I think right now because it's all virtual, but it will be coming back on campus. And I think we might have, we have two on North Campus, I think we might have one on South. On Central, we just really had trouble getting it to take off, but um, we're working on that for the fall. The thing is I need to ask for more funds for that tutoring. It's expensive. Um, in the scheme of things, it's actually not expensive. The tutors don't make a lot, but um, over, spread out over a year, of course, it becomes quite a bit of money, and um, the original gift is running out, so I want to ask for more money. Let me tell you something. When I can show an impact to students, donors give money. When I have photos of students, when I have a thank you note from students, when I have anything about a student experience and I can show that or give that to a donor, that is what they're looking for. They are giving money to help students. They don't want to think that their money is going towards some sort of administrative costs or you know, not reaching students. They want to reach students. I need some stories. I know I've gotten emails from a couple of you that you did videos. Thank you very much. Um, one person, I emailed you back with an option to give me the video. Um, if you can't seem to send it through email, please just email me and I'll give you a way to get it to me. Videos, if you would do a quick email with a statement or anything. But for the videos, I will be drawing from all of the people who submit for a $25 gift card. I really need your stories. If you are providing tutoring, if you have taken advantage of the tutoring, if you could just share a little bit about your experience with it, especially if it's something positive, then I can take that to the donor and trust me, when they see that, they'll give more money for it, more tutoring. So I really appreciate it. If you have not used the ASC, they're working really closely with our nursing faculty and have some good ideas about how to help nursing students, so please, um, take advantage of the ASC if you don't know how to reach the nursing specific tutors and the nursing math tutors you don't go to the math lab you go to the nursing tutors for nursing math if you don't know how to reach them let me know and I can show you um, you know I can walk you through that I can give you a little um, tutorial on how to do that remember that I have zoom student hours every Thursday from 1130 to 1230 and many times during that meeting, I show somebody, you know, I share my screen and show somebody how to do that. So you're always welcome. I'd really like to see you take advantage of that tutoring because we have it and we need to use it. So one, two other big things that are on my mind today. The first is that, of course, at the end of every term, I shouldn't say of course, but at the end of every term, I do get emails from students who are frustrated because they've been unsuccessful in passing a class. So they failed a class. It's not anything to be embarrassed about. It's not something bad. Failure is something that happens. Um, all of you know that I have said before that I have a little um, saying in my office that says failure is not just acceptable, it's often essential. So it's not something to be embarrassed about. Is it something to be upset about? Sure, you're always going to be upset when you fail at something. And, and I'm glad you are. If you weren't upset because you failed a class, that would be pretty sad. 
But anyway, one of the questions I ask is, how many times did you meet with your instructor? And, oh my gosh, you guys, you have to go to office hours. You need to meet with your instructors. Your instructors are the, they are the experts on what it takes to pass your course. Don't grab them at the end of class and say, hey, what can I do to pass this next test? You go to their office hours, you wait in the waiting room, either virtual or ground, and spend that time with them. I didn't do well in the last test, can you look it over and tell me what I can do differently? They are not going to go through question by question and tell you what you went, got wrong. That is just not the way it's done in this nursing program. They will do a concept review. Ask for a concept review. If it says they won't review the test question by question with you in the syllabus, don't ask for that. That's just irritating. As for a concept review, and really, I was not 100% on board with that when I came to this program, and I think we are still going to do some refinement of that in the future, but what you got wrong on the last test is not going to help you moving forward. What you do need to know moving forward is what kind of questions you struggled with. Were they questions about nursing process? Were they questions about nursing diagnoses? Were they select all that apply? And that is what your faculty member can tell you. Remember that you need to be attending class every single time and you need to be meeting with your instructor, your professor, during professor's office hours. And remember that I'm here between 11.30 and 12.30 via Zoom every Thursday, so you're more than welcome to join me. You can email me if you don't know the Zoom address. I have sent it out to everybody recently. The other hot topic is the COVID vaccine. Oh my goodness, I'm getting so much hate about the COVID vaccine. Requiring the COVID vaccine is not my decision. It's not the college's decision. It doesn't have anything to do with us. There are, we have had two requests from clinical sites for students to have the COVID vaccine. One, we may or may not be using. The other one, we have no choice but to use this. We cannot get everybody through clinical if we don't use all of our sites that we've had. The other one is an add-on. So there's nothing I can do about that. We also cannot take requests for clinical placements. We don't have the manpower, the bandwidth, the resources to be able to just let everybody choose where they want to go to clinical and what if you all chose the same place? So it's definitely a lottery or by chance system and clinical placements are set up, gosh, weeks, sometimes months ahead of time. We are now, the associate deans are now working on a clinical placements for next year. They're requesting space, they're trying to figure out where everybody's gonna go. So it's very important that you understand that this is not something that we have control over. Um, it is what it is. I completely respect your decision not to get the COVID vaccine if that's your decision. Um, you will have to get all other vaccines and then you will go on a waiting list to get into some place that doesn't require the vaccine. And that's just unfortunately the way it has to be. So um, don't send me the hate mail. <laughs> don't get mad at me. There's nothing I can do about it. Do not, under any circumstances, contact the clinical affiliates. That is a direct violation of our code of conduct and you cannot do that. A code of conduct violation will be filed with the college and then it will be up to the people who handle that for the college to decide what to do. So don't contact them. 
We have a very tenuous relationship with the clinical affiliates. The hospitals are going through um, incredibly rough times right now. As bad as it was for them last year, they're now dealing with the after effects financially and through a huge lack of human resources. So we need to be of help to them and not a burden. And the last thing they want is students calling them and they will, um, they will sanction us for that. Um, they don't want our students calling them and we don't want our students calling them. Know that we're working as hard as we can to find clinical placements for all of you that you're comfortable with and that you have the requirements for. But unfortunately, that's just not the way it works. It's not a simple thing. Um, there are many things that play into it, and I'm happy to talk over that with you if you would like to uh, join me for my student hours on Thursdays from 1130 to 1230. It's very casual, drop in, drop out, say hi, leave, whatever you want. <laughs> anyway, have a great session. I can't wait to see you all back on campus in August. Uh, most classes will be offered face-to-face, -face, and in January, all classes will be offered face-to-face. -face. So have a great summer, and I'll see you soon.